Hi, and welcome to Wild Milk Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Caroline. And I'm Susan. Come hang out with us as we talk true crime, hauntings, aliens, cryptids, and everything paranormal, weird, or unexplained. We went book shopping this weekend, and Ooh. I got. Hold on, can you? Oh, I should go get. I actually have two books I need to show you. Yeah. So I this is my first poetry book I bought, but I've I've heard she's really good. Definitely, you'll enjoy that. This one about crystals. Nice. I feel like it's time for, and these were all on sale. I feel like it's time for me to learn about that. I love this one. I'm really excited about called Chakra Healing. That'll be interesting. I've never really read much about that. I haven't either, but I'm I'm just I feel like I'm being called to it somehow. I keep seeing it everywhere, so I was like, well, let me just get the book. It's on sale. And then this one, <laughs> UFO witness sightings. I figured I could read that and maybe talk about some of them. And then I got this astrology book. You were born for this, and I honestly just read it today. I read the whole thing, <laughs> and it's so good. I highly recommend it. What books did you get? Hang on, let me go grab them real quick. Okay. I just have t- I just have two new ones that I need to show you. I think I actually have a third one, but it's in the car and it's kind of anyway. I'll show you that one later. Okay. It's an old book and it's weird, but we love weird. We love weird. <laughs> Every time I walk in a room in my house, I'm like, the kitten's been in here doing crime. <laughs> <laughs> Always doing crime. So this one. It's called yeah. The Year of the Witch. Nice. And Connecting it is with nature's seasons. It is a non-Wiccan. Okay. Standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to think of the right word. Um, but it just kind of goes through like different, like it has some astrology in it, it has some it's all kind of about cycles, but then it also has like the different, um, the wheel of the year, the like Samhain, Yule, all of those with, you know, some kind of specific things of different things you can do for those ritual days. Yeah. It's supposed to be really good. It's won a couple of awards. And then I got this extraterrestrial the fire sign of intelligent life beyond earth interesting is it a novel or is it like a it is not it's um this is that harvard astronomer that i was telling you that i've quoted because he talks about if you take extraterrestrials off the table then you're just ignoring a possibility Mm -hmm. that that's not a that's not scientific if yeah. you're being scientific about it, you have to consider all of the possibilities. And until it can be ruled out, it should be considered. So this is his book that cool. I think just came out either this year or maybe last year. Love uh, it. It says Harvard's top astronomer lays out his controversial theory that our solar system was recently visited by advanced alien technology from a distant star. Interesting. So that's very interesting. Um, 
I'm excited about both of those. And I also I completely unrelated got um, Lenny Bruce's autobiography. Who is that? He is a comedian. Um, if you have you watched the marvelous Mrs. Maisel on no. Prime? Mm-mm. Oh my god, you guys would love that. It's so funny, and it's yeah. like it's um, it's very period. Like uh, I want to say it starts in the fifties. Either late 50s or... I think it starts in the 50s. But, I mean, the sets are gorgeous. The costumes are gorgeous. Rachel Brosnahan is hilarious. Yeah. It is such a funny show. And the basic premise of the show is that this um, Upper West Side New York Jewish housewife becomes a comedian after her husband walks out. I've seen... I haven't seen it, but I've seen the commercials for it. It is such a funny show. And Lenny Bruce was a comedian in New York at the time and a very famous comedian, but famous for getting arrested a lot because he didn't give a fuck and he used foul language and yeah, you know, like every um, comedian nowadays. Yeah. I mean, to an extent, every comedian now, every standup pulls from Lenny Bruce because Lenny Bruce was kind of one of the first to have that. I don't I give know, a fuck. idea, but, but yeah, the attitude that just like, fuck it, arrest me. That's fine. Yeah. So, um, his character, the, the character in that show is so good that I was like, I like, I feel like I don't know enough about Lenny Bruce and I want to read this. That's so, cool. We'll see if it's any good. I don't usually read autobiographies or biographies. Yeah. I don't, I, I never do ever. I mean, even if it's a super interesting person, I just, I can't, I don't have the focus for it. Um, I don't usually either, so we'll see, but I figure, you know, even if I just do it like a little at a time. Yeah. There you go. That still counts. It does. So so today we're going to do some listener stories. Mm -hmm. You want to go first? first? (laughs) Get out of my head. Get out of my head. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Some of them are kind of short, but that's okay. I'm just going to apologize in advance if I sound weird. I've just been sick for a week. No, I don't have COVID. I just have normal before times cold. You just you sound pretty normal to me. Do I? Okay. Yeah. I sound a little funny to me, but yeah. it's, you know, partially that's because I'm stuffy and like I can hear it echoing in my brain. <laughs> I really honestly being sick like that, especially a sinus cold sick is the worst and sleeping how you get congested on one side and then it's just I don't even want to talk about it because it's depressing <laughs> I'm sorry you're going through this I'm feeling better Good. on my way to feeling like a normal human being again that's what we want to hear okay so this one is from Sam I don't I don't know if it's a male or female so I'm just gonna say hey Sam When I was young, I had a dream that I was on a ship that was sinking. It was in super rough and choppy seas. There were people on board, but all decaying and zombie-ish. It was storming and dark, and the air was so salty, it was horrible. I was on the ship, clinging to the sides as it rocked around, soaking wet. Of course, these undead people were coming for me. There was one, a man, who was closing in on me, and I felt him tapped me on the head twice and then I woke up but I could feel on my head where he had tapped me once I woke up it hurt and it was two fingers 
I always remember this dream because I felt it happen. And then they say, I'm pagan and believe in spirits very much. So this has always been of interest to me. That sounds intense. It almost sounds like lucid dreaming a little bit. I mean, the, the weird thing about sleep is that you're not completely unaware of things that are happening around you. Yeah. So, I mean, it, sometimes, and sometimes when you wake up, you, you like become aware of like, oh, that's what was in my dream. Yeah. Like if you're hearing, like sometimes you hear a noise over and over in a dream. And then when you wake up, you realize, oh, I was making it into something else in my dream, but now I know that it's actually the construction next door or whatever. Yeah. So that's always a possibility with dreams too, that something actually did like fall on you or something and you just didn't realize it. Very true. So speaking of dreams, I think I've told you this. Actually, I think I've said it a few times since the pandemic started. And that's just what I'm basing it on my memory. I have not had a single dream. I'd not dreamed. And I'm, I'm usually a dreamer. That's interesting because I tend to not dream, but I also don't sleep. Like I don't, I'm not, I'm not a good sleeper. Yeah. So because I've been sick, I've been sleeping like probably what normal human beings do. (laughs) Like, you know, more than four hours at a time. Oh my God. And that like, when I sleep more than four hours at a time, I dream. So I just wonder, I've heard other people say that though, that they haven't been dreaming. And I just wonder if maybe, um, the collective stress Mm -hmm. is causing people who normally do have like typical sleep patterns to not actually stay in REM sleep as long. And so they're not actually having dreams, not being able to recall having any dreams. Interesting. Yeah. I, I found that for me recently, it's either I sleep so fucking heavy that I'm exhausted the next day or I'm tossing all night long and I feel like I'm just waking up every hour. There's no happy medium no that there anything. used to be. Yeah. I I'm just not I'm not a good sleeper in general. I just don't My you brain really wants ben? No. Well, I haven't been because I haven't wanted to Yeah. I haven't wanted to mess with anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um if I smoke, I sleep well, but I still don't go to sleep early. My brain really wants to be nocturnal, especially in the summertime when it's hot outside. Yeah. Like, I want to sleep when it's hot and then wake up when it's dark and the sun's not out and I can actually enjoy being outside. So I always struggle in the summer with not having a completely screwed up sleep pattern. That quirk makes me wonder if it has something to do with the past life. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I mean, there's actually, I need to look, I need to actually read into it more. There's actually um, some, the whole concept of circadian rhythm. Mm -hmm. Apparently there was a time, and it's interesting that you say past life that it was far more common to not have one sleeping period during the day and people would sleep for a few hours, get up, do other things, and then sleep for a few more hours, which works 
just fine for me. Um, But the other thing that, especially when it's hot, like I want to sleep through the hottest part of the day. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. (laughs) I'm like, can, can we please just be not, can we just flip everything in the summer? Just think of the energy conservation. Well, you're not working right now. So technically you could. I could, but it just doesn't, I mean, if I didn't have, if I didn't want any, if I didn't want to see or talk to anybody else, yeah, it'd be, yeah. it would work fine. I don't know. That sounds amazing for me. <laughs> yeah. Not you though. Our little extrovert. Isn't that crazy? How? What? Not really. I feel like. Well, I feel like you are. Are you one of those like introverts that can be an extrovert if they need to? Okay. Got it. And that's actually funny, too. We were talking about that because, you know, you get a bunch of theater kids in a room and we're all the same person. Yeah. Um, And we're all that. Like, we were all talking about the fact we're like, oh, yeah, that's totally me. And it's it's funny because it's like, well, how can a bunch of people that want to do theater be introverts? Well, because, like, we get to choose. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, I never really thought about it before, but our society forces kids to be extroverts. Yeah. Or at least to appear to be extroverts. I'm really more of an introvert who does an excellent impression of an extrovert when the situation calls for it or when I want to. Yeah. I have no issue. Like, I'm not shy. I don't mind talking to people. I don't mind talking in front of people. But I also am just like. Mm-hmm. It's funny how there's to- different levels to that. Because I feel like. I feel like my husband probably thinks I'm an introvert who can play an extrovert really well because I I can have conversations with people. I can go out and do things, but I don't want to. And given the choice, I'm not going to unless I'm like dragged out of my house. Kicking I have my moments, but um, when I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. And then it's like, okay. And I'm like, I don't ever want to be stuck somewhere mm-hmm. and not be able to leave when I'm ready to leave. Why you always got to drive your own car. <laughs> or ride with somebody who I know is going to be ready to leave before. Nope, I'm ready I don't to trust leave. people. I don't trust anybody. Um, I will ride with, there are some people I will ride with. I'm pretty particular. Okay. Read a story. Okay. Uh, let me, did I leave it? No. Of course not. I'm like, did I just leave it where it was? No. Okay. This one is from Sarah Rogers. Sarah says, when I was maybe nine or ten, my mom and I were coming home. We lived pretty much in the middle of nowhere, and our driveway was like half a mile long, which is terrifying to me. Yeah. Me too. My dad's, I, I mean, it's kind of like idyllic, but at the same time, I just have this weird, like, I don't know. It's probably from a movie. (laughs) My dad's company started out there. So we had these two big gas tanks, one for regular gasoline and one for diesel. We were pulling in the driveway and from a distance, we could see my dad's friend's truck. My dad wasn't home at the time, but we saw his friend leaning against the truck, waiting for my dad in a white painter's cap and a white shirt. As we got closer, I went to look around my mom to wave as we passed and as we drove past the vehicle there was nobody there 
I looked around and said to my mom, where did that man go? And my mom looked at me wide eyed and said, you saw him too. We live in a house that was built during the civil war. My mom, well, my mom still does, but they found letters in the wall talking about the crops and the rainfall. There's also a pre-civil war era cemetery in the woods behind her house. Ever since then, I always denied seeing anything and I don't see stuff like that anymore. My mom told me as a child, I refused to sleep in my bedroom because I saw a man in overall standing in my doorway. The letters in the yeah. wall, I think, is just strange. Why? Especially if they're just letters about crops, why would they be in the walls? <laughs> I they- read, I, so I've read some explanations about why that might happen um, on like from people who were doing renovations on old mm-hmm. homes. And I'm trying to remember... Um, one of them was that they would use that I guess when they added insulation it didn't matter what it was they would just use anything lying around which makes some sense yeah Um, but I think I've heard I think I've read something else that talked about like there was some kind of a superstition about you know about good luck like if you're like if you have a good crop Mm-hmm. Then you want to record it and like preserve it somewhere. And okay. who knows? That may be all speculation. I'm not sure that anybody knows that for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it kind of makes sense though. But practically it makes sense to me that if you had like anything that could be used as insulating material, why waste it and buy something to put there when you can just use paper that you have? Yeah. So, and also I think sometimes things just get, you know, it gets, stuck in floorboards Mm -hmm. and nobody remembers that it was ever there. True. Okay. So this story is from Hannah. She says a few years back, I was riding in the passenger seat in my car as my friends were driving to our other friend's house that was in the middle of nowhere. I was looking up at the sky and there were power lines all over the place, lots of trees. And it was a clear starry night. All of a sudden I had these images come into my head of what I remember it was what I remember it was something I wasn't meant to see the images I can't remember but they were something along the lines of how the world is not real none of this is real the images came to me and then all of a sudden I felt like my head had a cap on it and it was being squeezed I've never felt so much pain in my head before every time I tried to remember what what I saw the squeezing got worse until the memory started fading again I kept getting the word in my head forget this is the word that's in her head I tried writing it down but I couldn't all I could write was jumbled letters I couldn't type anything eventually I made out the words my head is going to explode that way I could try to remember later that night I tried again but when I did my head would get the same helmet feeling like something was going on in my head that was trying to make me forget what I was thinking I ended up deleting the message to myself because I got the feeling that something bad would happen if I got all of it out into detail. It scares me to this day that I don't know what I saw, but I know something was not right with us. Sounds like a stroke. I was just about to say that sounds like a medical emergency. Yeah. So hopefully Hannah's like, all right. Maybe, maybe a really, maybe like a severe migraine, but like yeah. that sounds neurological. It does. I mean, it's still creepy and who knows? We don't know how the world works. We don't know. That's true. Don't know I mean, <laughs> that's definitely true. But like, as I was reading it, I was okay? like, <laughs> yeah, 
I had to like stop and be like, hold on, this sounds like a medical emergency. Anna, are you okay? <laughs> she um she actually sent another little blurb and it was just her grandma's story. So my great grandmother died in the hospital. They were trying everything to save her, and she died on the table, but was actually saved a few minutes later. She said while she was dead, she could see the doctors trying to save her from across the room. It was all gray, no color, and she could recall every single word they said. Creepy. I mean, that's... I mean, there are some pretty well-documented instances of people having out-of-body experiences um, during near-death experiences. So that's just, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe someday we'll know what actually causes that. But those are fascinating to me. So I want to talk before we go into other stories. Hold on. What the hell? (laughs) So I saw this TikTok and it's a lady I've seen before and she's a psychic medium. um, And she's got some amazing videos. I cannot remember her name. I actually don't think I follow her, but she talked in this video about how she and other psychic mediums that she's in her circle with believe that there is a higher power, not necessarily God, but a higher power that we don't, we aren't aware of. We can't understand. Mm -hmm. Like there's no way our human brain can understand it. And I just kind of wanted to get your take on that because immediately I scrolled away and I was like, oh God, she's going to talk about God. And I just like, don't believe in God. I'm sorry if that offends anybody. I just can't. But then I scrolled back and I was like, no, because this, this world was created. Could there be some kind of higher power that we just can't understand? Or do you think it's like aliens? There could could be almost anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's hard to even talk about that. We've said it before. It's like, we just don't know anything. So I've said, I, from the, I've only ever taken, I I kind of, I I feel like we need Chris here for this because I'm about to go into a whole astronomy situation. I've only ever taken one astronomy class and y'all may remember Chris actually has like some, some solid, like university coursework in in um astronomy and space and um planetary astronomy stuff like that mm-hmm. um but that one class like my thing is stop people who want their children to believe in like a creationist theory mm-hmm. stop trying to stop trying to not teach them the science Because it is a lot easier to wrap your head around just going, well, it was God, than it is to really understand the pure science of it. Yeah. The pure science is hard to comprehend. Mm -hmm. For me, not a scientist. Um, And I think probably for most people, because the numbers are so big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... Anytime somebody talks about a higher power and like, is there a higher power? Yeah. Weather is a higher power. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there absolutely is at least one higher power. I think the idea that humans are a highest power is kind of silly. I agree. Not that powerful. At all. Well, I feel like we have the potential to be, but not anything like 
world creating. Yeah. I mean, we, we exist on this planet. Um, we've barely gotten off of it. Mm -hmm. And we also don't know a lot about a great portion of it. Mm -hmm. So the idea, like, is there a higher power than humans? Yeah. Probably several. Yeah. Like, yes. Are they gods? Hell, I don't know. I mean, what does that even mean? Yeah. I need to start sending you more TikToks that are more than just cats. <laughs> but I love the cat ones. I know. I mean, I'm still going to send the cat ones. Okay. So I have another listener story. I th- I'm going to read this one. It's pretty short. I, Guys, if we've read this one before, I'm sorry. It looks a little familiar to me. But it is, it's a good one, so I'm going to read it anyway. It is from Mallory Bryant. She says, one time on an, old, on an abandoned hiking trail, everything was really quiet, and I started to get an eerie feeling. Then I heard a camera noise. It sounded like the noise, on, the noise an iPhone makes when it takes a picture. I want to pause real quick. Yeah. Because I just want to make sure that everybody knows that the noise that the iPhone makes is just the iPhone playing the noise that sounds like a real camera. Do we know this? Does everybody yeah. know this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe not the younger generation, but I'm, I'm just making sure because I realize that this is something that there are plenty of people that may have never experienced in like a film camera. But tech, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I know. You know. Um, So, yeah, that's not just an iPhone thing. Like, it's just mimicking a film camera. But anyway, uh, she says, nobody had their phone out and no one else was around but us. We all looked at each other like, did you hear that? But went on our way. Then we came across an abandoned barn in a field at the end of a power line. Something was telling me to turn around, but of course... My dumb friends wanted to check out the barn. Yeah, I'm probably with your dumb friends. Yeah. Uh, The closer we got, the more I felt like I should not be there and something was telling me to leave. Inside, we found a message spray painted. We are watching. I was freaking out at this point, shivers all over, eyes watering, and a feeling of dread. I ran away fast. We went back and nothing else weird really happened. But it was an odd hike. I still get goosebumps thinking about it. Apparently, there is an abandoned coroner's house in that same woods. What? (laughs) Sorry. The end of this really takes a turn with no explanation at all. Apparently, there is an old abandoned coroner's house in that same woods withholding medical records and weird necklaces made from crow's feet. Random. Mallory. One, you buried the lead. Two, what? We need more what information, Mallory. I have many questions. Crow's feet, necklaces. What kind of what kind of medical records are they withholding? Thank you. And all I can think of is the I love every single one of you, but sometimes when you write these stories and I have to like be like, my brain, my brain hurts. What is happening? <laughs> this, is, this is like, hey, we heard maybe the sound of a camera and saw a weird spray painted message, but also medical records in a coroner's office with some witchy shit. 
wait, what do you mean, but also? Did she say where they were? Like, what area? I mean, just in the woods? Everything's abandoned. Everything in this story is abandoned. The hiking trail, the barn, the coroner's house. Is it the coroner's office? Is it just a house where someone who happened to be a coroner lived? How is a hiking trail abandoned? That's the other thing. Anyway. Don't worry. If you're listening, We have some questions. We need to know more about these things. And also send pictures, man. Please. Like, you found a message spray painted that said we're watching and you didn't Snapchat that shit immediately with your location? Yeah. People. Utilize these technologies. (laughs) If you'd been kidnapped... Nobody would know that you were on an abandoned hiking trail in an abandoned barn with some weird spray painted shit. They would just think you were missing 411. So this one is super short, like three sentences, but it's just kind of like, I don't know. I just feel like I want to read it. So it's from Brianna. She says, hi, Caroline and Susan. My most memorable experience was meeting the ghost of my mother who I'd never seen alive. I was adopted and followed by the spirit from the age of 12 until I met my biological father, who showed me a picture of my mother, spitting image of the spirit who had been watching after me. She still visits me, but she only watches. Isn't that sweet? That's very sweet. Like, it's just, I wonder if she was adopted because her birth mother died, or if she died later in life, because she said it didn't start following her until she was 12. So who knows? That's a good question. Yeah. Still sad. Yeah, that is sad. Um, you want to read another one? Um, I want me to read this one. I feel like we're out of stories. Oh my God, guys, we need more stories. We love reading y'all stories. I know, but, and we read a lot, go away. We read a lot of them. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay, well, I'm going to read this one from Kat. Um, I feel like we might've read part of this one before. Okay. Um, but again, I know not everybody listens to every episode, so it probably doesn't matter. Send us more stories, y'all. But send us more stories. Um, this is from Kat. She says, and I'm just there. I can, t- I can tell that parts of this get a little like loop around. And so bear with me. Uh, she says, when I was about 16 or 17, we snuck into an abandoned men- mental institution. Everything today is abandoned. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Manteno, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, Manteno State Hospital in Illinois. It was a group of six of us, and I was telling the group, and I was trailing the group without a flashlight. Fine. Just let's start there. <laughs> Uh, this hospital had heavy metal doors that would take a lot to move, so no breeze was going to close them. I happened to walk past a door, and it swung shut behind me like someone had just slammed the door. The other five people in the group left me behind while they were running, and as I started to pass the door, I looked right next to it and saw red eyes. I've never been able to explain it, and since I was the last person and there were only six of us, I didn't touch the door. I have no idea what the hell it was that slammed that door. I'm 32 and this has stuck with me all these years. Wow. Um, I'll say it again. 
when we're exploring abandoned places, actual humans are far scarier than anything else that might be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I would be far more concerned that there was somebody in that room that slammed the door than I am that something paranormal caused that to happen. Yeah, 100 percent. Uh, she says, another one is one night my brother and I, on separate occasions on the same night, woke my mom up to tell her that a very tall man with a top hat was standing in our living room watching us. Top hat man? This is, I was going to say, this is a reoccurring specter, so that's very interesting. There was absolutely no man. We had not mentioned it to each other that night before talking to our mom. Another is that after my grandpa passed away, I didn't know he had died, but I felt a gentle caress on my cheek like a warm hand and saw a shadow figure walk across the entryway to my room. My mom told us the next day that he had passed away that night. Visitations happen. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. I don't, there are too many accounts to be able to just be like, oh, it's your imagination. Like, no. Too many people describe similar experiences. It sounds like maybe she sent a picture. She says we broke in. She has a little note that says um, we broke in through one of the windows on the right and went into the room you can see down the hall. There was an admissions desk that was there still holding papers from patients. So it sounds like she might have sent us a picture. Okay, I'm going to look it up real quick. Of the mental institution. Her name was Kat. Kat with a K, yeah. So if we can find that, we can post the picture. Exploring abandoned places is awesome. But y'all be careful. Yeah, right. Please. Um, Haunted things are like the least of your concerns. If you broke in, um, you're not the first. Mm Mm-mm. And you never know who's in these buildings. So, like, if you're if you can't get to a location to like scout it in the daylight, so that you can be pretty confident there's nobody living there, be really careful when you're just like kicking around there at night. That always worries me when people talk about going to. Um, like urban exploring and stuff like that, which I, I love. I love that people do it. Um, but like one buddy system, don't ever take off running and leave your friends. Like, yeah, yeah. that's just not. It's not cool. It's not cool. I mean, if I, I understand everybody gets scared, but like, dude, that she could have gotten grabbed. By a physical living person who knows that building way better than anybody who's just happened to break into, like, explore. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I can't find the picture. Okay. I can't find the original conversation. Um, okay, so there's no more stories, but I do want to go over our spooky season lineup. Yes, I'm okay. so okay. There's one in particular that I'm super excited about. Which one do you remember? Austin. Okay, yeah, I figured you would be. And that's my friend Chloe, who actually used to live in Birmingham. She, I used to own a boutique. She did modeling for me, and she moved to Austin, uh, I think a little over a year ago. And she's just like 
Which kind of engulfed herself. Huh? Does she have a TikTok? Yeah. What's her TikTok? On the go with Chloe, I think. I follow her. Oh, you do? What a small world. I love her. Chloe, if you're listening, Susan followed you and she didn't even know we were connected. I had no, but when you said Chloe, I was like, oh my God, I think I know who this girl is. So she has an, she has a podcast with two other people. It's called All Right Austin, but it's just Chloe coming on to talk. Um, okay, so here's our lineup that we have. So All Right Austin is going to talk about Haunted Austin, Texas. We're recording tonight a listener story with one of our, like, OG listeners. Her name is Rachel. She has done past life regression therapy. She's going to talk to us about that, which I'm super interested in. Definitely. We are collabing with the podcast Spooky Charlotte to talk about Haunted Charlotte, North Carolina, which is kind of like my home turf area. I love it. Um. Spook Eats is a paranormal investigator who specializes in, like, eateries. Look, <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. But, so she's actually, she's coming on to talk a little bit about that, but she actually just um, came out with her second volume of Feminine Macabre. And I just bought volume one. You should buy it, too, because it's really good. And it's just stories I- of female paranormal investigators and their experiences and it's awesome so she's going to talk about that i love it we're gonna have um our favorite youtuber kaylee and she's going to talk about the case of reagan tokes which is a fairly new true crime case okay what's wrong with them pod is going to talk about slender man the murder and the psychology behind it and that's cool because she majored in psychology so okay. I'm interested to hear her take on that. Such a spooky bee. Her name is Hannah. She is over in Washington State, and she's going to talk about West Coast haunts because she's in Washington State. Homie, homies and Homicide podcast. Half of that duo, Amanda, is going to come on and talk about the infield haunting. Crime Glasses podcast, which is a podcast... And I just, I love this idea, and I'm going to have to start listening to it. She reads true crime books and then talks about it on the podcast. Love so it. So she's going to come on, and the topic is when true crime cases turn into ghost stories. Chaz of the Dead, who is a paranormal author, is going to come on and talk about his paranormal expeditions. This is so many. I'm so excited. I know. Wool's Trip Blog with Ivy and Hannah. They're going to come on and talk about the Rochester Cemetery and the West Virginia Penitentiary. And then I'm super excited because I contacted one of my favorite podcasts called the Moth Boys Podcast. And they're pretty... I've not listened to them. They're pretty well known and they're, okay. they are awesome. And they're going to come on and give us the history and backstory of Mothman. I am so excited about that. I love... Mothman is one of my favorite urban legends. Me too. And to have someone who's like, their podcast is kind of dedicated to it. I'm excited to have them on. We don't have a date for them yet because they just got back to me today. But um, perfect. I yeah, so it. that's the lineup. And some of these, because I think there's only like, how many weeks are in October? Not that many. <laughs> no, so some of them are going to be regular episodes. Some are going to be Patreon. And then we might throw in some random midweek specials in there. We'll see. I love the I love the idea of a random midweek specialist there, especially during spooky season. I know. And these are all just 
they're going to be so exciting. And I hope we can do this every year because I think it's just so awesome to collab with other podcasts and YouTubers and have other people on. I mean, Susan and I are great. Don't get me wrong, but we we really are. It's nice to have some other people on here too. It is. It's so much fun. And I, I like the ones, um, I mean, I I love all of these, obviously. Um, I'm even more excited about Chloe than I already was because we're going to talk about Haunted Austin, but because I follow her TikTok and she's so good. Um, yeah. I, I find her adorable because she is still semi new to Austin, mm-hmm. but she just, she dove in so head first and she goes to the places that like the local locals go. Yeah. Which is so much fun to see. That's that's why I love her TikTok so much because she's not, um, she's not OG Austin, mm-hmm. and people in Austin get real weird about that. Okay, I love it. I she it tried to the do, whole thing. She tried to do that in Birmingham, but Birmingham is just not as big as Austin. So I think she's having more luck in Austin, and she's just adorable. I love her. She is adorable and her, I mean, she, like I said, I, I love her TikTok. So I'm excited for her to come on. And um, I'm excited to talk about Haunted Austin with her because I'm curious which places that she's been. Yeah. Because I have, I have a couple of Haunted Austin stories. So. Well, whatever she doesn't cover, you could cover. Yeah, absolutely. Or just bring up. Yeah, we'll talk about, we'll talk. I don't know what, I'm not sure which location she's talking about, so. Um, and if you haven't, go check out our Patreon because, we, like I said, we are going to put some of this on there. We do early episode releases. Um, we're going to start doing – Susan, what would you call that series we're going to start doing? Which one? The one that with the Gilmore? Oh, the Gilmore. Um, I don't know. TV break? TV break, sure. TV break, movie break, something like that maybe? I don't know. Okay. We have we're a few gonna ideas. Talk, we're going to just talk about some, like, non – like maybe non spooky and mysterious, just kind of the things that we enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. So come And join I told Caroline the other day that I discovered that one of our favorite guest co hosts, Chris, uh, is also a Gilmore girl. So um, when we do that episode, we're just going to tell him to come on and we're not going to tell him what we're talking about. I, and he doesn't listen to the podcast. He does not he listen. He loves to come on the podcast. In fact, he gets upset with us when we, quote, podcast cheat on him by letting other people come on our podcast. <laughs> but he doesn't listen, so he'll never know. Nope, he'll never know. We'll just ambush him. We're just going to be like, hey, you're going to come on and we're going to talk. But we're not telling you about what. And then we're going to be like, surprise, we're talking about Gilmore Girls. Yeah, we have, we have a few ideas for Patreon. It's just we want to get through the spooky month and all of our awesome collaborations, and then we'll um, end up putting some more stuff. But even if you don't care about all that, you get, like, free stickers, discounts on T-shirts, all the good stuff. And you support your favorite podcast girls, and there's which is whole, amazing, and we appreciate it. Yeah, there's a whole tier that you – it's just, like, $3 a month, and you're just supporting us and – loving us all right i'm gonna do our outro okay 
Thank you so much for the continued support. Please find and follow us at Wild Milk Pod on Instagram and Twitter. If you're looking for bonus content, early episode releases, free merch, find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. If you have any weird, creepy, or wow, I can't believe this happened moments, please reach out because we want to share them. Our email is wildmilkpodcast at gmail.com. Remember, all stories start somewhere. Be wild, stay woke, and question everything.